0: Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Krenitsia, The Well, a podcast series about interesting and noteworthy Ukrainians from around the globe. Today is Thursday, August 11th, 2022. This episode is produced for The Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper published in the U.S. since 1933 for the global Ukrainian community. Our guest today is Nadia Huchuk, who is the CEO on a Ukrainian online media platform called Urban Space Radio. Welcome, Nadia. How are you?
1: Hi, um, I'm fine. I'm cool. Thank you for having me.
0: And thanks so much for joining us today.
1: So to start off
0: with, I'd like to get some background on you, both your education and your professional career.
1: Okay, so currently I'm 23, Uh, so I'm like pretty young comparing to other uh, people who are managing like media in Ukraine or like different media platforms. Uh, But in terms of like if we are saying about the independent media, so in Ukraine most of independent media's uh, they are managed by young people by young generation. I studied in university uh, and my major was journalism. So I have a bachelor and master degree. Both of them are connected to media and the journalism. For me, it's quite uh, obvious that uh, I'm continuing with the media because that is why I was applying for studying and etc. I was studying as a journalist and currently I'm working as a journalist.
0: And the university you studied at is located in Ivano-Franciusk?
1: Yes, yes. It's located in Gisk. This is uh, Prokoprasian National University.
0: So, Urban Space Radio, what exactly is it? uh, When was it started? And and why was it
1: started? Okay, so uh, it started in 2015. And it all begins as an online radio station. Mm Uh, this was one of the first uh, independent media platforms in Ivano-Frankivsk. And this project uh, was started by uh, Yuri Filuk, who was back then uh, the head of another like, NGO called uh, Teplemisto. And they started all of that really proactive position in the city. So they organized a lot of different projects related to uh, responsible consumption. So basically, what is connected to SDGs, uh, sustainable development goals and uh, in general uh, how each of us as uh, ukrainians how we can be more effective to our country how we can be more united and by acting all together that only yeah but but only by being all together we can do something we can make a change so basically there was a the division with what started our uh, media platform. We wanted to talk to people and to show by saying, by showing the human stories, what is happening with the city, how the city is transforming by all of this project that is truly making an impact. So we wanted to make uh, some sort of uh, archive, you know, like to collect all the stories, all the information, um, and then by uh, creating different uh, programs. Uh, back then, it was online programs, right? That was launched on our website, urbanspaceradio.com, which is still working 24-7. And there was uh, several components, you know? Uh, there was the Ukrainian music, because on our radio station, we have only Ukrainian artists, and it was since the very first day that we launched in back then in 2015. And we continue doing that. After that... In 2018, we sort of changed our direction because our head of the radio changed back then. And the head of radio in 2018 was Yulia Kushnir, And it was the time when we started doing actually like the podcast. We started um, basically developing this format in Ukraine. So it was uh, something new. And the people, they didn't really know what is that and uh, why it's important and how you can hear it? Like, what is the culture of hearing podcast? Why, why it's useful? Why it's comfortable Like people back then? They didn't knew that. Like they didn't have any information about that. And we start doing the podcast and developing this area in Ukraine. So
0: what has been the uh, public reception to the podcast? Have they accepted that format? as a way of getting information?
1: Um, back then in 2018, it was kinda hard because people, they didn't really understand what is that. They were asking, is it like recorded audio programs? Like that program that is on the radio? Uh, we said no, uh, because basically that's not, There that is different structure, how you are creating the podcast and how you're creating the radio pl- uh, program, right? So, and we started, like, um, telling about all of those stereotypes because a lot of people were thinking that podcast is just about the interview as a usual radio program. But podcast for us, for Urban Space Radio, it's something, something more. For us, this is the format full of opportunities. Like, you can tell the stories just with sound, right? And we started uh, pushing our audience to open for themselves something new, to discover all the power of the sound. So at the very beginning, it was hard because people, they don't really understand what is the podcast. Um, but now what we can see in 2022, that uh, this is like really popular format in Ukraine. Right now we have a lot of creators who are doing like daily, weekly, monthly podcasts, and they are um, recording different topics as well. Because all all of us we know that a podcast is about uh, everything. Like you can do literally everything.
0: And what is the demographic of your audience? Is it primarily listeners under thirty years old?
1: Uh, for us, mainly it's. Uh, people from 25 to 34. So this is the biggest amount of the audience for us. But what we can see during last two years, from uh, 2020, when the COVID started, uh, what we see that our audience is getting younger. So the audience from 18 till 24, um, it's bigger now, comparing to years earlier. In general, what we see that our audience is getting bigger. So year by year, month by month, we see that um, more people, they are connecting to us, they are following, and they are uh, waiting for our episode to be launched.
0: And I know that you primarily broadcast in Ukrainian, but it seems yes. like you have a lot more content coming out now in English. So yes. who is the English content aimed at what audience is it a global
1: audience? yeah for English speaking um, podcast we have a UA the day that we survived about what is really happening right now in Ukraine in terms of war, about in terms of news in terms of the people, how they are living uh, surviving what we are doing. So we created this podcast on the third day of the war. Like, I mean, the full-scale war, right? Because in Ukraine, we have the war since 2014, actually. So um, this English-speaking podcast we decided to make because we saw that no one on um, the media area in Ukraine um, were focused on um, international audience. And there were a lot of fake news they were just coming, and uh, a lot of people, they didn't know what is happening here, especially in the first week, for example, because our first episode was launched uh, 1st of March. So we start collecting all the stories, we start writing the script on the third day of war, when we make sure that all of our team, we are in a safe place. Safe place, I mean that there's not the bombs around us, uh, like, I mean, nearby, because uh, that was really dangerous. And my uh, editor and producer, both of them, they were in Kiev. And it was really horrible back then. We started collecting the stories and the people they were sending this audios to us by themselves. That was, and there is still, uh, they are doing it. Um, and uh, the, the strong part of our podcast, because this is the real stories that we're collecting from the people. They're recording their houses, they're recording what is happening around, they're recording their thoughts, their feelings, they're recording their own stories about what is happening and what they are going through. Uh, So that is our why we started doing this English speaking podcast, to make sure that the international community, they know what is really happening here. And then in a few weeks, we thought we saw that our colleagues they are also doing the podcast and uh, right now we also see that a lot of different medias they are also doing a lot of media like programs media materials about what is happening in english and in german and uh, for example in italian or spanish so there right now much more information that was on the first days of war That's how we started uh, focusing on international community.
0: So it sounds like in terms of your content, you're producing some of it by staff in Ivano-Flenkivsk, but it sounds like you also have content contribution from around Ukraine.
1: Yes. Uh, Our team from 2019, uh, we decided that we wanted to work more outside of the station, outside of our studio, in order to get more uh, content. I mean, not just by recording what is happening, but also in terms of understanding different perspectives in different cities. Uh, so that is why from, from that time, uh, our team were spread into different cities in Ukraine. So that was, and it is still like that. ivano Frankivsk, Dviv, Kamionetsk, Kyiv, Mariupol, and also we had some people in Kharkiv. We were doing that also in order to understand how our audience perceived our product being in different contexts. Because each city has their own dynamic. For example, Ivano-Frankivsk, my hometown, is much uh, slower than let's say Kyiv. So based on that, we understand that uh, there are also different realities how people perceiving and uh, like listening podcast. That is why we were spreading. And uh, back then, um, before full-scale war, uh, our main audience were located in Kyiv, Mariupol, and Kharkiv. So this is central and east sides of Ukraine.
0: Nadia, unfortunately, we're almost out of time. But I did want to ask you one more question. What has life been like in ivano frankivsk during the war? And how has it changed?
1: So life in ivano frankivsk before full-scale war was like pretty calm. This is a really cozy city. It was really wonderful for families with small children, with uh, old uh, people. Uh, this is really comfy. After... Uh, the full-scale war everything is changed and a lot of people they uh, feel fear they feel pressure uh, because we never know what's going to happen for example today we had three times the alarm there was um like this bombs they were falling so this is all the time you're under the stress and you don't really know what is going to happen tomorrow so in terms of dynamic, it's really changed. And a lot of people, they moved to Ivano and from Kharkiv, from Mariupol from Kyiv. And also they are written, they bring it with them. So this, the cities, they were much faster than Ivano and like then. So right now our city is also much faster. As even you can hear right now, there are a lot of cars. Earlier, it wasn't like that. So everything's changed. And we are trying to adopt new realities uh, to be more flexible and in order to continue just like being, yeah, continue living. Um, This is so hard right now, um, but we are trying to figure it out. We are trying to adopt and we are trying to find for ourselves the the solution in order to continue. Nadia, thank
0: you so much for joining us today on Krenizia.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It was so nice.
0: I have been speaking with Nadia Huchuk, who is the CEO of a Ukrainian online media platform called Urban Space Radio. This episode of Krenitsya has been produced for the Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper that has covered the Ukrainian community around the globe since 1933. And I'm Mike Burek, your host and producer of Krenitsya. Until next time, that's all for now.